You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. We're going to get the show started as usual, but before we do that, we have to do what we always do at the beginning. We have to pay homage to the people who helped us get here as well as the people keeping us going. In that case, it's our own sister company, Sick Biz Incorporated. This week, Sick Biz launched the very first affordable business coaching. That was a vision they had when getting started in 2017. The prices are going to stay permanently where they are too, which is also keeping to the mission. These are eight video modules that you take on your own and you are given action steps to take as well. Everything from marketing, how to network, and 20 plus places where you can apply for jobs or find jobs that enable you to enjoy a more stress-free lifestyle. To me, that translates into a healthier lifestyle. If you want more information, please send an email to sickbizco, that's sickbizco, at gmail.com, and somebody will get back to you to get you started. My guest today is here to shed light on a very important topic, not to mention she is exceedingly patient. Inspiration. Where are we getting our inspiration? Are we even finding inspiration in our lives? Mary Markham is the creator of the Inspirational Visions podcast, and she has a very unique perspective on this. She's made it her job to interview people who bring inspiration to her to share with the rest of the world. She knows inspiration can be found in many different areas, and sometimes we get so compartmentalized in our own lives that we don't realize inspiration can be right in front of us. Mary urges us to see the reflections providing peace, strength, and encouragement through daily reminders of faith, hope, and love. And the way this world is going today, we need it more than ever. Please join me in welcoming the very inspirational Mary Markham. Thank you, Hillary. You're awesome. <laughs> what our listeners do not know is that this is take two. <laughs> did not start recording because we're all human, okay? So <laughs> where we picked it before, Mary, I'm so excited to have you on the show, by the way. And I think we're about to have a really good conversation. Um, but where we picked it before is that this wasn't always your gig. And so some, you felt compelled to contribute to the world in this way. So what's your story? Well, prior to um, starting Inspirational Visions, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. And before I started Inspirational Visions, um, I was an admin assistant, whether I worked in a school, an office, law firm. and through my own life story, going through trials and tribulations and whatnot, um, I was inspired with um, different visions in the middle of the night to um, help me get through them. And so the first one for me was uh, let go, let God. I was going through uh, a really tough time because I lost my mom to pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. And my mother was my best friend and um, talking to her every day. It was just a real struggle for me. and so. I've always been a very inspirational, uh, faith-filled person. And so 
I would get these images and I write, okay, now what do I do with it? And I know that I'm supposed to share this with other people. And for me, it was um, let go, let God, that, okay, you just have to turn it over. Um, and whether you're a spiritual person or a religious person, you know, just turning over the negative out there and turning it to a positive. And so um, that was the first one. And then the second one was um, I am. And I am represents um, all the positive, wonderful things that we should have running through us internally. Um, I am beautiful. I am uh, confident. I'm strong in any affirmation you want to put in there. And it was believing that. And again, it was, you know, me personally going through things um, that I didn't feel those things. And so it was that spirit telling me, yes, you, you are these things. And so then I was introduced to other people to help me create these images. And the last one was um, broken, not shattered. And what that was is an image of um, this, I was in this room and this arched window was in front of me and this very bright light was coming through and all the broken pieces of this glass are all the negative things that the world wants us to believe, you know, whether you're abused or bullied um, or told you're not good enough, you're not worthy. All of those lies that the world or the devil wants us to, to believe were all the shattered pieces. And the broken part, the bigger part, was the light shining through, and it was the positive ones. You are beautiful. You are. You let go of all that negativity. Then the positive things come through. And it was, again, you know, letting go, letting God for me. And, and it was so powerful. And so I drew this out. And again, it was like, okay, I have this vision. So now what? What does all this mean? And um, so one door opened and um, I was introduced to amazing artists that, that drew this out for me. And then from that, it was like, everybody has a story. And so my story, when I would share it about things that I went through with my life, I was abused at, um, sexually abused at 14. And to tell that story was, um, it, it was, it was a very vulnerable time for me. And so then, um, as people learned more about me, it was like, you should write a book. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I found notes. I've journaled most of my life. I loved writing. And so I actually wrote down that I was going to write a, a book. And so I wrote my book and it came out last March, um, in God's hands. It's a memoir of hope. And it's to give other people hope through anything that you go through. So the emphasis is hope is in the heart of the believer. That mm. as long as you believe in hope, you can get through anything. And that there are people that come in and out of our lives at different times to help us get through whatever it is. And so sometimes it's very for a short time, and sometimes it's, you know, lengthier periods of time, whatever that case may be. But 
there's always that shift in our life and that life lesson that we're supposed to learn or we teach someone. And so my book, um, In God's Hands, is really that journey of different things that I went through and how people came in and out of my life. And then after that was launched, I thought, you know, everybody does really have a story and we can really learn from each other. And so that is how um, Inspirational Visions podcast came to be because I felt we need to share our stories to help each other. So whatever your journey um, is or has been or was, um, we're here to help each other. And I always um, say every day is a school day because we really do learn from each other um, or, you know, we're either teaching someone or we're learning something. And so that's really the premise behind um, Inspirational Visions podcast is to just learn through each other's stories. There's so much to take away there. I mean, the first thing is that um, when it comes to trauma, I think trauma teaches us lies about ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, and so we, we go through lives and then trauma just, trauma beats us down too and says, well, here's some more lies about you. And because of this, you know, you can't accomplish anything. So just be aware of that. Just be aware of your limitations. We start seeing limitations first versus seeing the opportunities to step into who we're supposed to be. Absolutely. And that's amazing. I mean, I think your story is a testament too that you listened. You listened to when you saw signs. You listened to when you saw visions. And I want to get, I want a little bit more of the story about seeing these visions. So were you, were you sleeping? Yes. So each one, they were probably um, within a year apart. Oh. And they actually came in and ironically the same time. It was between two and three o'clock in the morning. And I actually have a piece of paper that my mother wrote to me and said, um, if you can't sleep, be reminded that I will be there at three o'clock to talk to you. Oh. And so, you know, it's like, okay, mom, are you trying to tell me this? <laughs> what, like what's going on? And um, so each one of those was in the middle of the night. And at first it was like, okay, I'll remember this when I wake up. And you don't. So oh, yeah. I, I learned to have paper and pen next to my bed. And I would get up. Now my husband finally stopped asking me, where are you going? I know, just don't talk. I'll be back. And I would write it out or I would draw whatever that vision was. Sure. And as, in much detail as I could. And if I couldn't draw it, um, I would just write how it's supposed to be. And then I got in contact with a, um, a graphic designer. That's amazing. And you feel like, because again, this is you stepping out of like your everyday life where I think we choose what we're going to be doing with our lives from a logistical standpoint. Yes. Well, I need to do this. This is what I can do. And so when you really open up to your purpose, what happened to you? How were you feeling as you're seeing your visions come to life? Amazed. And it's scary too. You know, I mean, you, when I first started with the visions and putting myself out there and telling my story, I mean, 
it's very, uh, is a very vulnerable state. And I was very nervous and then yet such at peace. So that's kind of when I knew that I was supposed to get this message out because it was a very peaceful feeling inside. And the more I shared, the more excited I became. And then of course, like anything else, when you hear the feedback of, oh my gosh, thank you so much. In fact, I'd love to share this story. This past week, I got a text from someone who I just met recently that said, I just have to say thank you for that daily reminder because I wrote it over and over and over and I was struggling with something and now I feel so much better. So thank you for that daily reminder. Oh my goodness. And that's the reason that we do things. It's, yeah. the, it's to touch people's hearts and to create a, a legacy of caring for you, a legacy of inspiration. And you have heard some stories as a result of your podcast, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, the, the stories of the people that have hit rock bottom mm -hmm. and now are very successful entrepreneurs. Um, it, it, it just warms my heart to be able to share with other people that, again, our stories will and can or will impact each other. They really do. What stories stand out for you? Um, the one in particular, um, Vidal, when he hit rock bottom and um, then he's sitting in a jail cell and he's reading Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he's like, I can write this story. This is, you know, um, I can do this. This is, this is my life and I don't want to live that other life. And so he writes a story and, and his whole life has changed and he ends up having a chapter in Chicken Soup for the Soul. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it's really, and that's another thing where so many times we poo-poo our ideas. You know, and we say, I have to say, you know, I try to be loving and nurturing as much as I can. And I try to be you know, really accepting of even some bad behavior sometimes. But my biggest pet peeve is when there's a meeting going on and somebody brings up a brainstorm and somebody else just wants to shoot that idea right down. Right. Because we, we create this culture of one, I'm afraid to talk about anything because I know it's going to be shot down. And two, it's going to be shot down like it physically is happening. I'm experiencing this. And it, while it may be, it might seem ridiculous to some people, it, it might seem ridiculous because it's not your purpose. Right. You know, it might seem like, oh, you can't do that because maybe you don't feel like you can do that, but we don't have any business telling anybody else what their limitations are. Right. You know, the other, the thing that really stood out to is listening to the common theme from all of the people that I've had on my show so far, mm -hmm. none of them gave up hope. And I had um, Connie Sexauer. She didn't go back to school. She didn't go to college until she was in her late forties. And then she got her PhD at 58. So it was oh. like, you're never too old to fulfill a dream. You're, you're, you're never too old 
um, to serve the purpose that, that you feel in your heart to do. And you're right. So many people think, oh, I can't. I'm not worthy of that or I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And so we start to believe those lies. And again, it's those lies of the, you know, the negative world. It is the lies of the negative world. And even just the kind of the prepping as you grow up, because I remember when I was a kid, it was always your sister's good in math. You're good in English or you're the creative one. She's the logical one or whatever. And right. so I grew up believing, well, I'm not good in math. Like, I can't do that. I can't even go in this area of my life. I can't go into this area of learning. And um, so when I started my business, I was like, well, I, don't, I can't do this. Right. Business owners are extremely good at math. They're great at scaling. They, they know what percentages and ratios to pay out and all of these things. And, you know, you have to rewrite that truth for yourself. I think hearing this inspiration and seeing people go forth and seeing you go first and say, you're in a safe place. You can talk about your dreams with me. Yes. You can talk about nurturing them. I'm not going to tell you that you're ridiculous. How is your life changing in terms of your mindset? Oh, it changes it every single day. I'm so much in a better place, um, just with my mindset. I look at things even more positive. I mean, I was always a pretty positive person, but even more so now. Mm -hmm. I look at the good in everything. I look at um, every situation as what's happening for me, not to me. Right. And um, I really believe that we all have a purpose. And so every day it's like, okay, what is my purpose today? And What's, um, I, I'm so sorry. I cut you oh, off. Okay. No, uh, what, what's the difference between happening for me and happening to me? Well, happening for you is that there's a lesson, like there's something that's happening um, to help you grow and happening like to you is like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, I'm, I'm getting crucified for something I did. So it, it has more of a negative connotation to it. And so when it's happening for you, you're looking at the life lesson. Okay. So even through pain, then you can find the purpose on the other side of it. Or is it more about, it's not just purpose, but there is a lesson to this. I'm going to find that lesson. Yeah. It, when, when things are happening for you, and sometimes it, it, it's that door that's going to open or close. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is happening for you in the sense that I have to go through this hardship right now because there is a better door that's going to open or a situation or person that's coming in in your life. This is happening for your benefit. So what's the worst thing a person can do? If they're confronted with a really hard lesson, like a, maybe they lose their house, for instance, they lose their job, um, they get a diagnosis. What is the worst thing to do to compound that suffering? The worst thing to do is to say that this is your fault. This is not your fault. It, it's not happening to you that you did something wrong. So a lot of people, a lot of people fall back on that, don't they? Yeah. Well, I did this. You know, I had a book author on 
or going through an outline the other day, and she was talking about her miscarriages and how one unfeeling doctor had said to her, this is way back in the day, he said, you're fat, and that's why you're having a hard time getting pregnant. And from that moment, she was ashamed, and she charged herself with losing babies, and she carried that for decades. Sure. So it's just, it's another example of not assigning yourself, even you might have somebody come straight out and say something like that to you. Well, that's it. And that's why it's happening. And you're to blame, but you're absolutely right. Sometimes things just happen. I like to say that it's not necessarily about finding a reason for it. Like, well, why did this happen? Sometimes there's no reason. But the bigger picture is, how am I supposed to take this and apply it to my life to benefit me? Right. That's exactly. the point of it, right? Exactly. And I, I had that same thing happen. I had two miscarriages before my daughter and two after her. Mm-hmm. And then when I got pregnant with my son, I thought, okay, great. And then decided, okay, I'm, I'm getting my tubes tied at the end. And then all of a sudden, okay, he comes a month early and then, okay, I have my tubes tied and then I'm in the hospital and find out he might not make it through the night. Oh my goodness. It was this constant roller coaster of, okay, like really, how much more can I take, you know? But I didn't ever look at it that way. I thought, okay, what, what are you trying to tell me? What, what is it I'm supposed to learn right now? And I never once said that this was my fault. I never punished myself, whether it was something that I always look at. Maybe it was something the doctor needed to learn, the nurse, somebody at the hospital. I mean, whatever, myself, you know, my husband at the time. I mean, whoever the the person needed, sometimes it's not even for someone that we know or that that's why it's so important to not put an answer or blame on the situation. Look for, look for, or don't look for the lesson. Just, you know, like, like you said, how am I going to go forward? How is this benefiting me? What can I take from this to move forward? And don't waste the pain. Yeah. Don't waste the pain. Otherwise you're wasting the pain. Like, well, I'm, then there is no reason. Even if there is a reason, then there is no reason because you've assigned it. This pain has no reason for me. And I think when we do that, then we have more of a tendency to say, well, this pain has no reason for me, so I must have brought it on myself. Right. That's the only reason that makes sense. But it's not about looking for the reason. And so many people get angry about that. Don't tell me there's a reason for this and don't tell me. And that is exactly the case because we're all in this life together sharing lessons. And you know, the same is true of opportunities. And I say this a lot. Every opportunity that comes along is not yours. You simply might be the messenger. So you're a conduit that the lesson or the opportunity is working through. And this is kind of a a level playing field when you think about it like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I really do. I think we're all connected somehow. Yes, 100%. And you can feel the vibrations of that. You can feel the vibrations even of your mother, you know, Mm -hmm. as she's talking to you through the veil, which I think is 
Oh, I think that's just so cool. I just have to say that. I, I think it's just so cool. It's very sad that she is not with you, but she remains connected to you. Oh, absolutely. And you know, yes, I went through that mourning period and you go through those different phases. But, you know, after going through that mourning, I, I mean, there's, not, there's still times when I'll shed a tear. But for the most part, I really emphasize and look back at all the wonderful memories and all the great lessons that she taught me. And now I get to teach those, you know, to my own children growing up. And, and now I get to share, you know, this is what grandma did. And, and then this is kind of what I do. And you can, you can do whatever you want, but you know, if you want to carry on, I mean, there's just all those wonderful life lessons that um, she has given me and I, I wouldn't change anything for it. That's amazing. So Tell me, why does the world need inspiration? Ugh, to keep us hopeful and keep, keep, keep us going. Yeah. Um, we really do. I mean, the, the inspiration that we need to get, to get up in the morning, that hope that today is just going to be a great day. There's one win out of every day. There's one. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a mantra too. There's one win out of every day. What is it going to be? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's a wonder wonderful way to approach your day. So who are we without inspiration then? Even in not so much ourselves, but who are we among other people? Are we stopping a chain if we are not inspired, if we are not open and willing to help each other? Exactly. exactly. And that translates into inspiration. That translates into hope. And without hope, I mean, I, I really feel like hope is a lifeblood to a degree. It just really, it keeps us going and we can dissect it on, on every level. If you're running a business and uh, you don't have hope, then you're not believing that your business is going to go anywhere. But if you do have hope, it's going to cause you to take action because you're going to believe in it. You're going to have the faith that you have the potential to move forward. So your mindset after this has changed, after you're kind of steeping yourself in the experiences of other people, getting their stories out. Your mindset has to be drastically different than it was. Oh, it is. Absolutely. It's very drastically changed. And again, I, I look at, I look at every day different. Um, I've even had, I've had a dear friend of mine who I've been friends for over 30 years. And she said, okay, what's happened to you? Like, <laughs> you, you don't even sound like the same Mary. And I'm like, I don't know, but that's exactly my mindset is changing. It's more positive. It's more um, looking at life as every life lesson. Um, <laughs> And is each day more enjoyable than it was because you're finding that win in the day? Absolutely. So when you wake up and like, let's just say things kind of start going wrong. You know what I mean? Those days, like the cat knocks over the vase of flowers, the you're out of toothpaste, you wash your hands and get your sleeves wet. That's my favorite pet peeve, by the way. And, <laughs> you know, just those things, like you put your sock on and your toe goes through. Do you have a different 
approach to days like that than you did before? Yes, I laugh at those. I, I, I always, I, I have to, I honestly have to tell you, I laugh at that. If there's any hiccup like that, I'll take a deep breath. I'm like, really? Are, you have a great sense of humor, God, because like, this cannot be happening, right? And I'm like, what am I supposed to learn from this? That's always my question. Yeah, it's my question too, actually, where sometimes I'll just look upwards and be like, okay, I, I get it. I'm supposed to slow down or I get it. You know, maybe you're saving me from a car accident because right. you're delaying me. So I'll focus on not being annoyed. Okay. I'll just, I'll take the lesson or a lot of times the lesson is, and here's an example. I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but so we have this older dog and he is a great dog, but he, he just has some anxiety issues because he's been through three rescues. We've had him for I don't know, four years now, five years, and he's finally settling down, but he does get anxious from time to time, and he will just sit there and lick himself, and I am telling you what, it'll be quiet, and the only thing that I hear is the schlumping of his tongue, <laughs> and I'm just like, if you cannot, and you know, you can't tell them, like, they don't understand. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm very sorry, I disturbed your day with my licking, excuse me, you know, so... I decided, like, this is driving me crazy because I'm letting it drive me crazy. Right. You know, you're in control of that. What you decide to do about it, that's completely up to you. So many people say, well, do you want to have a good day? Then you're going to decide to have a good day despite, you know, these things going on and the incessant looking of your dog in the corner. Like, you're just... <laughs> right. That's exactly true. It, you, it is. It's a mindset. You claim it, absolutely, you state it, and you claim it. So as you're getting everything started, the initiatives going, it feels so good. Looking back, what did you do right to start this up, and what would you not do again? Start what, the podcast? or Yeah, the podcast, the book, the whole growing this vision. What would I do differently? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wouldn't do anything differently because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't take this journey. There were hiccups. There were, there were days when I'm like, okay, should I be doing this? Shouldn't I be doing that? Mm -hmm. um, and when I get that little second of a glimpse of, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I'm having a bad day. I should just give it all up. And instantly I feel like tightness in my chest. Okay, that's my sign. You're just being stupid and not <laughs> rationalizing that you, this is your purpose. And so I really wouldn't change anything because um, I love this journey that I'm on. I love the um, the people that I get to meet. I love the the people that I meet through the other people. Um, yeah, the chain, the, the, yes, the chain, the, the connections, um, it's exciting for me. And I know that, um, there's bigger and better things out there. And I just, I just know that it's going to keep evolving. It will keep evolving. Do you have plans for it at this point? I do. I'm, um, well, continue with the, the podcast. Um, in the future, I, I would like, I have a lot of writing, um, ideas. 
And I'm also going to be starting um, a spiritual life coach. Oh, fantastic. That is fantastic. I love the emphasis on spiritual versus sectarian religion too, by the way. I think it's really much more inclusive and people can identify with that a little bit more. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, yes, I'm a, I call myself a, a Christian, but it's, it spiritual is, is really to help everyone to come at their own level from wherever they are. The spiritual part of it is um, to be open to understanding that life really is happening for you, not to you, in a deeper spiritual way. So you're going to be helping people step more firmly into what they were meant to do from a spiritual aspect. Are you helping people move mindset obstacles out of the way and develop action steps with the basis of spirituality? Yes. And, and, and having them move to where they are, not, not like a, a counselor or a therapist that we're going backwards and trying to figure out why you, you know, went through mm-hmm. trauma or whatever. Um, where are you today and where do you want to be and right. how do you want to get there? And many, many ways to get there. And so you'll be leading them. And, that, and I think people need to hear that too. This seems to be an overarching theme this week in my life where it's like, okay, there's many ways to get there. Mm-hmm. You were on this path before. Now you're on this path. That doesn't mean you're not going to still keep reaching those goal milestones. I also don't think that there is a destination per se, but that um, we need to just kind of stop and catch our breath at these goal milestones and kind of pause in them and be like, okay, I made it. I made it to this goal milestone. Now I'm going to keep progressing and moving. So you're meeting people where they are and then helping them move forward in a way that's customized to who they are in their process and how they think. Exactly. Fantastic. And really to give them that hope. And there's a, a hope being an acronym to, uh, to help them to just keep moving forward mm-hmm. um, and not giving up hope. Yeah, it's easy to do. I mean, it's really, we want to turn inward and we want to get quiet and we want to get small when, when we're hit with catastrophes and things of that nature. Sometimes the bravest thing that we can do is hold on to hope mm-hmm. and believe that we can ride out whatever the storm is because it's what we want the most. Right. We, we stay in that comfortable setting because mm-hmm. it is comfortable. And if you take that next step, it's scary. And yes. people don't want to, to step out of that. I, I just, that's too scary out there in that big world. And, yeah. and I, I just want to stay right here. And, but we don't, we don't learn and grow if we don't step out a little bit. And yeah, not like you don't have to take leaps, but just yeah. take those baby steps. You can take those baby steps and you'll be holding their hand. So one last thing, uh, one last question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of this question, I want you to repeat the name of your book too, so that people know where to get it. We'll also have a link as we always do to any information that you want to share with our listeners. But what do you want to tell people who may be keeping their gifts from the world? Oh, don't. Don't keep them. Um, 
really the the purpose that I believe that we are all here is to share those gifts, mm -hmm. share them to help the next person because everybody has a different gift. And, and sometimes we get uh, afraid that um, somebody's bigger, better, and smarter. And we all have different gifts to share. And so you might be changing someone's life, making a bigger difference than you could ever imagine by sharing your gift. Absolutely. So thank you for being on the show, Mary. Can you give us the name of your book again so we know where to get it? Absolutely. It's called In God's Hands, Broken, Not Shattered, A Memoir of Hope by Mary Markham. And you can get it on Amazon um, or you can go to my website at inspirationalvisionsllc.com and you can purchase it there. Fantastic. I really enjoyed talking to you today and sharing such a unique perspective and a unique mission that you have. So appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Hillary, for allowing me to uh, speak to your audience and be here with you. Absolutely. After interviewing Mary Markham of Inspirational Visions, it's plain to see that listening to what she and her guests share, that you can even build a mantra library. I mean, she started just coming out with all these mantras and I was trying to scramble and write them down. Maybe you were doing the same thing. Sometimes all we need to go that extra mile, either in our heads or our hearts, is to hear the inspiration of other people. Sometimes in our eyes, those people are worse off than we are. Sometimes they're better off. But one thing is clear, and Mary drove this point home today. And you might want to listen to this podcast several times because she brought up some really great ideas and she brought up some really phenomenal mindsets and ways to flip away from the negative. We need inspiration. It lifts us. It's fuel on the road of our dreams. Don't forget that. To get in touch with Mary, please head over to her website where you will generate even more good feelings. That's inspirationalvisionsllc.com. And remember this takeaway. Now, this really struck me. Hope is in the heart of the believer. It feels like it should be on a cross stitch or something. It's really a beautiful message. So it's almost time to go. But before I let you walk out that door, hang up those headphones, I want to ask you to do me a quick favor, the same favor that I asked for last week and every single week and I'm sounding like that kid asking for a hippopotamus for Christmas singing that song over and over again sick biz buzz is available wherever podcasts are and to that end it would be super awesome groovy if you would provide a review reviews are the lifeblood of podcasts everywhere they enable us to keep going to keep delivering on our mission to provide you with value resources hope and hacks as you go throughout your life running your business, and as you continually sink deeper into your purpose. Here's a thank you in advance. Thank you! That's it for this week's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Thanks so much for listening. Be well. <laughs>